0: Hello, namaste, bonjour, konnichiwa. I, Insya Gundarwala, welcome you all to yet another episode of TRC podcast presented to you by the readers community of Dharamsi Desai University. As the saying goes, life is an exam where the syllabus is unknown and the question papers are not set, nor are these model answer papers. She's a perfect example of simple living, high thinking. She believes whatever you earn, money or knowledge from the society, give it back to the society. And she is actually doing it. We are talking about none other than Sudha Murthy, an Indian engineer, teacher, philanthropist, and a sensual writer whom we know through an IT company named Infosys. So to know more about her and her writings, we have with us today Divya Shree Welcome Divya Shree.
1: Hey Insya. Thanks a lot for having me here. I must say, one couldn't have described her in better words. Sudha Murthy is not just a great writer who has sold more than 1.5 million copies of her books, but also a strong woman who fought for equality in the once male-dominant engineering society. She has recounted several instances in her book that highlight the good and bad aspects of Indian society and human nature. After a tiring day, I always fall back on her books, which showcases the complexities of life in simple words.
0: You are absolutely correct Divya She is indeed the role model we all need. So,
1: which are the best-selling books of Sudha Murthy? Quickly speaking about numbers here, we have Wise and Otherwise, How I Taught My Grandmother to Read, and The Bird with Golden Wings. These are some of her well-acclaimed books which have sold more than 1 lakh pieces each. Stories ranging from the power of karma to trials and tribulations faced by ordinary and extraordinary people are showcased here. So Divya Shri, which book do you find the most fascinating? well the ones closest to my heart are jeans from the day i stopped drinking milk and bhagirathi from three women three ponds
0: both the names are quite interesting but jeans
1: is it a science fiction or something like
0: that so can you tell us what is the story about no
1: ansia it has got nothing to do with biology or science fiction it it is only there to prove us that diseases are only transferred through genes and not honesty and integrity. Quite a
0: statement, divyashri So, can you elaborate what exactly do you mean by the statement?
1: Sure. For that, I'll have to walk you through this story. This story is about a young unskilled man named Anant, who came at the doorsteps of Sudhamurthy's grandfather's ancestral house asking for accommodation and a major work. Taking pity on the young fellow, her grandfather decided to not only give him the job as a house helper but also taught him various Hindu rituals and pujas so that he could one day do something better than this blue-collar job. Soon the whole family's dependability on him increased and his hard-working and easy nature made him liked by all the author recounts two incidents where his honest and loyal qualities are amplified since he was forthcoming to return things that did not belong to him when he could have easily stolen them without being caught. A couple years later, Anand leaves Siddha Murthy's house to focus more on his family life and in the process of becoming a pundit. The story is soon fast forwarded to several years ahead where Ananth once again comes at the author's doorsteps with his young grandson who requires monetary help for his college fees. Sudamurti is quick to give him the loan without any interest but just a promise of returning it back once the grandson is capable enough to. But to the author's dismay, the day never comes. This makes her conclude, that only diseases are transferred through genes and not honesty.
0: Oh well, now I got that right. Wasn't that an
1: eye-opening reality?
0: But don't you think the author should have made a written agreement with both parties'
1: signature? This this would have prevented the man from taking advantage of her. Yes, I fully agree with you. But in her defense, she had known Anand to be a good man with high morals. And had expected this trait to pass down. So the thought of being cheated on must have never crossed her mind. But this incident must have made her cautious from then on.
0: Yeah, you are completely correct, Divyashree. So, Divyashree, about the second book, I guess Bhagirathi, right? If I am not wrong, it is another name
1: for River Ganga. So, is this story about River Ganga? Not exactly. It is a folktale about a woman called Bhagirathi. There is a small village called Kalakeri in Karnataka where a beautiful pond of clear water is situated which habitats a plethora of unusual lotuses. It is said that if we try to go near the pond, the lotuses will seem to move away from you. No one dares to pluck a single lotus from that pond, since its depth is so deceptive that one might even drown if not careful. That's strange. Does these lotuses have a story behind them? Yes, indeed they do. For this event took place uh, way before our grandmothers were even born. People in this village were facing problems due to shortage of water back then. Seeing the worsening situation, the village chief ordered to make a large pond that could solve the plight of people, but there was never enough rainfall to fill the pond satisfactorily. The villagers performed many pujas and gave offerings to their lord, but to no avail. During this time, an elder suggested that the only way out of this situation might be if a married woman prayed wholeheartedly for the welfare of everyone while standing in the pond. Then the rain might come and the pond would fill up. But the lady won't be able to come out of the pond ever. Well, obviously, such conditions were not accepted since no one would let their daughters or daughters-in-law be sacrificed and thus the idea was dropped. Bagirathi, a protagonist who was the well-behaved introverted daughter-in-law of the village chief, had heard the conversation. Bagirathi's husband was an army officer who was away on duty. She knew that there were many casualties in war and her husband had still gone there with a brave front forward. This encouraged her to think that it would be better to sacrifice her life if everyone in the village could live in peace and harmony with no shortage of water. The subsequent week, she met all her family and friends while not giving away a single detail of her plan. At the end of the week, after performing a puja, the whole village resonated with the sounds of thunders and it started raining heavily. Everyone rushed to their houses. Once they were settled down, they realized that Bhagirathi was missing. And after putting pieces together, they realized what she had done. Bhagirathi stood inside the pond even after the water had risen up over her head. The whole pond was filled to its brim. But there was no sign of Bhagirathi.
0: Alas, that's a sad end.
1: But what happened? Once he came to know about the reality, he was unable to live without his wife and so he jumped in the pond to reunite with her. That's the reason why those lotuses come in the pond in pairs and why no one plugs them since this is Bhagirathi and her husband's pond.
0: Oh, that's a dark folklore. But were the villagers even able to use the pond? Didn't it seem wrong to use something that required someone to
1: give their life for? Well, I don't promote these ideologies, but for the sake of the story, I think people must have used the pole since they didn't wanted Bhagirathi's sacrifice to go and wait. The story does take a sharp turn, but it asks, asks everyone to be a little selfless. And that's the thing that one should take away from this. Well said
0: Divya both of your stories were quite fascinating in their own ways. One taught us how to live with honesty and integrity, whereas the other taught us how to be selfless. Bhagirathi's story was a perfect blend of tragic romance and also gave a great message that how we all should be a little selfless. Thank you so much Divya for being with us today. It was really a pleasure talking to you. Insia all the pleasure was mine. So, thank you so much everyone for being with us today. We the Reader's Community will meet you all in the next episode with new art piece of a different literature. If you all have any suggestions, mail us at readerscommunityddu at the rate gmail.com. Knowledge is the only treasure which multiplies on sharing. So, till the next episode, keep sharing, keep reading and keep exploring. Thank you so much. See you soon.